Hello and welcome to the Empowering Family Health Podcast. I'm your host, Joanne Callahan. Today on the show, we have a phenomenal lady, Mary Kyo, who is a life mastery coach. And I'm so excited about this episode because Mary really hits the nail on the head when it comes to living the life that you love. Mary is a mother of four and a grandmother, and she is talking to us today about her struggle in life and what seemed like uncontrollable circumstances. Mary was lost and she found herself again by going on a journey of discovering herself again and a realization that her outside environment and the people in it did not control who she is. Mary loves herself again and has peace in her life. And she is going to be uncovering for us in this episode how she went about that and how you can do the same. And we are all so powerful beyond what we realize and you truly can master your life. Before we dive into the episode, please do make sure that you like and subscribe. You can listen to this in audio on your favorite audio podcasting platform, or you can watch the video on my YouTube channel. Just search for Empowering Family Health and make sure that you share this with your families and friends as well so that they can be empowered with this information. Also, watch out for my seven day sleep challenge coming up in line with World Sleep Day this March. Also, my six week Corona sleep series. So many people are desperately struggling to get a good night's sleep and really everything in your life is so much better when you sleep better, especially your mood and so much more. So watch out for that as well coming up on the show. So let's dive into our conversation with Mary. Welcome to the Empowering Family Health Podcast, brought to you by your host, Joanne Callahan. In a world of disempowered and struggling families, it is my hope to bring you inspiration, information and support to take back control of your life and live an empowered, healthy and happy life. We'll be interviewing parents, doctors, health experts and professionals in all areas of health and well-being, and my aim is to transform you into the masters of your family's future. Today I have my dear friend Mary Kyo, and Mary is a life mastery consultant. Oh my god, and this lady, I've had conversations with Mary previously, and Mary is a wealth of information, and she really does know how, what it is we need to do, and how we need to be in our life to actually master our life and just feel fulfilled and in every area of our life, in our relationships, our family home and our jobs everywhere. So Mary is going to be talking to us today how we can access that power in each and every one of us. Mary, you're very welcome. Thank you very much, John. Lovely to be here. Great, great, great. So Mary, you are a life mastery consultant. That sounds really, really incredible. And so many of us are struggling to master our lives and for many people we don't even know where to begin can you tell us Mary before we dive into all of that tell us a little bit about who is Mary Kyo and what led you onto this path um so Mary Kyo was the Mary that was Joanne was a very insecure needy um woman um who always seeked approval who always tried to fix other people who always made sure that everybody else was okay and she was always last in the pecking order. You know, I, I visualize myself as eating the crumbs of the table, you know, the leftovers, and mm. that was me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I did lose my way. I lost. And probably I didn't really know my identity at all, Joanne, through my life and, and looking back, you, you know, I carried a very broken child right up and through my adulthood and I became the adult of that broken child. But I still hurt like that broken child. I still thought like that broken child and my beliefs were that of that broken child. So I had never, never known Mary that is now Um, and the Mary that is now is far far away from the Mary that was I went on a journey because I at one point had nowhere else to go John my life was just out of control and my life belonged to other people's situations behaviors and what they needed of me I also love my life full of expectations. If um, I looked at people, I looked at my husband, I looked at those closest to me, and I expected, mm. I I expected them to make me happy. <laughs> I went into a relationship, and I expected him to fill those gaps that was within me that probably I wasn't even aware, but now I know there was a big gap. Um, I expected him to make me happy. I expected him to treat me like a lady. I expected him to tell me he loved me every minute of the day. Mm. And I just loved in this notion that I had met this man. And as we do, Joanne, when we meet this man and or woman and the first couple of months of it, and it's, oh, my God, it's fairy tales and it's honeymoon periods. Oh, my God, it's just beautiful. And we think we have died and gone to heaven. We've met the man of our dreams. Yeah. And that can very easily stop quite quickly when we, and I, I believe it stops when we attach, we physically emotionally and mentally attach ourselves to that person yeah so that person now becomes well they better do that or they better do that or oh my god he's not happy because I'm not doing that and there's an atmosphere and and we attach to situations and people and it's not as if we do it it's very unconscious that we just go in there and we just believe well sure this is how it's supposed to be And we love our lives attached to another person because we crave something that is empty within us. We crave it looking that somebody else is going to fix that, that somebody's going to come with that piece of that jigsaw and just slot onto that bit that's missing in my life. And we push and we shove and we really struggle to get that in there. I can really really hear what you're saying, uh, Mary. That doesn't go in. That doesn't go on, Joanne. And the jigsaw, that piece of that jigsaw that needs to go into that part is a part of us. That jigsaw belongs to us. It doesn't belong to anybody else. Or that bit of jigsaw that's missing is lost within us, yet we seek it in outside people and relationships. And everybody, I think everybody can relate to that, Mary. And you were mentioning about growing up as well and, you know, how we were as children as well. And of course, uh, you know, many people have heard of all the the, the programming and and mm-hmm. all of that. And we create all these beliefs um, mm-hmm. from a young age. And because we don't know the world, you know, yeah. when we come into it first, we don't know. So we're learning all the time and we're acquiring all this information and from our parents as well. And uh, and and when when we're looking for this um, 
this uh, acknowledgement, if you like, from other people. And I think we've all we've all been there. I think every single one of us is guilty of this. And I think it's just it's it's um, nature's way of um, us seeking um, a sense of belonging and safety. Uh, I, I really do believe that it's we search for the quick fixes, Joanne. You know, if I get that, I'll be okay. If I, if I get that, I'll be okay. If I get that. And when we get those things that we think is going to make us okay, that momentum's gone very quickly. That belief that that's going to fix us is gone very quickly. Mm. And, you know, really at the end of the day, we are our own fixers. We are our own medicine and we are our own healers. And that became very real to me when, you know, after trying for a long, long, many a year of my life, trying to be something that I wasn't or trying to create a life that wasn't me. Um, what started me was the woman that looked back at me in the mirror. Yeah. And we look every day at ourselves in the mirror, man or woman, and we do not really see that person per se who that is. We see that the hair is fixed, the teeth brushed, the makeup's on, the, whatever the physical form is. Yeah. But it's when we step back from that. And that was my realisation, you know, that that woman that looked back at me in that mirror every day of my life was the woman that held the key to my happiness, that held the medication that I needed, that had my back in the darkest days, that was my life support and was my soulmate. Nobody That's else good. can be my soulmate. We we say, oh, I found my soulmate. Yeah. I found my soulmate. Yeah. For me, my soulmate is me. Yeah, yeah. I began to respect who I was. I began to fall in love with Mary. And I know now that I am my first love. No one or no person can take that place, only me. And don't get me wrong, Joanne, it, it wasn't easy and it wasn't, oh, my God, this is wonderful and I'm floating. It wasn't. It, it was hard work to change my old patterns, my old behaviours, my old th thought process of who I was. You know, I did not like who Mary was. So if I didn't like who Mary was, what was I attracting? Yes. Less, lack, nothing that was fulfilling me because I was not fulfilled. And it was the realisation that, you know what, Mary? You either suck this up, get your big air snickers on and stand and take responsibility for me. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, I am responsible for me. Get rid of the expectations you have on people, on life, on your family. They belong to you. My expectations was really when I look back what I expected of me, but I could not face them or I didn't know how to address them. Um. And I did. And it was hard. But you know what, Joanne? I would never, ever go back to where I was. And it is a daily struggle to say, Mary, you are amazing. You're powerful. You're your own master. I can decide whether I'm going to allow somebody's behavior to dictate my day. I do most of the days. I don't allow that anymore. Some days I fall. And I go, mm, and I can go under that spin of that old, repetitive, um, crazy talk that we give ourselves. You know, if we sit back and we really listen to how we speak to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. It's horrifying. Because, you know, John, we look at other people and we go, oh, my God, she's amazing. or She's beautiful. And 
look how many friends she has. I love my life like that. Always looking out what other people have and just Caring. what they, yeah. And it, the teeth of joy, that's what they say. Comparison oh my God, it really, it, it, it takes away so much. It stops you from becoming and that's where, you know, the child, the broken child continually is to play out in our lives until we decide, you know, either we leave our past in our past, John, you know, it's gone. I can't change it. You know, they're not more. Most of us love going to our past and change. Say, oh, God, I had amazing past. We all have history. Yes. Yes. For it's sure. what we do with that history. And at my lowest, I made that conscious decision that I would leave my history in the past. And I would do my utmost not to invite it onto my present because it doesn't serve me. I can hear love, self-love, and that's something that we are all missing. Many of us are missing. And to be human as well, like I, you were saying about, you know, you go back into that, you know, sabotaging yourself or blaming yourself or whatever. And that's part of being human. But when we have the tools, this is part of life mastery. When we have the tools, we can recognize that we can be aware, we can be conscious and do whatever it is that we need to do to step back into our own power, but to recognize our own individual uniqueness and what it is that lights us up as individuals, um, because that is stepping into our own power again. I did a beautiful hypnotherapy session um, this morning with a lady, and um, I was just sharing that with you this morning, and I was left with, I got a sense of just sheer peace. Mm -hmm. And when I... And I, it was like I was nearly able to touch it. And when I was in that place of peace, I was okay with what is. Mm -hmm. I was okay with everything that was going on around me. I'm just at peace because it came from within me. And yes. I get how powerful, and I've I've done this work, but I do forget it at times, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a, you were saying a daily practice, like it is a practice um, that we have to um and I think the more we do it, the more conscious we are, the more um, we can get into that space as yeah. well. Would you, would you, would you agree? Yeah, with and it's like, you know, Joanne, I always looked for something to fix me. And the realisation was that nobody was going to fix me, Joanne. Yes. Nobody was going to hand me the ingredients I needed or the natural medicine that is so deeply ingrained in me that um, that fixes me as we say I didn't need to be fixed I needed to begin to love the woman that I should always have been the woman that shines from a place that's so deep within me that only I can connect with I don't seek the reassurance of that anymore because that reassurance is within me I don't struggle to sit on my own by myself anymore, which I did. I hated being on my own. I love that space. I love that time because that's the time that I connect with me, Mary. I am and I still am learning and I will continue to learn and I will continue to make mistakes. But my passion is that I must give back what I've been given. And it's such a beautiful gift to give people because it's a gift that we all possess within us, but yeah. we do not know how to access it. And, you know, if there's one thing, no one's going to love my life the way I love it. Oh, no one's going to sing my song the way I sing it. This is my life. This is my journey. 
And today I am so grateful and blessed that I have been given an opportunity and I really believe I've been given that second chance of life, of life, not of life what that I thought was happening to me, but me happening to life. And there's a great sense of freedom. There's a great sense of unity with all that I am and all that I'm becoming. I struggle days. I'm not sitting here perfect. I do struggle days. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother. And they bring all their their things with them. But I can honestly say, Joanne, when I began and I stopped seeking what wasn't mine to seek, the Mm. only thing for me to seek is me. Yeah. Everything else is none of your business, really, isn't it? None of my business. And, you know, my, my, my life, my family life was chaotic. And I mean chaotic. It was crazy. There was drugs. There was um, unhealthy children because they had, and I have to sit here being honest, and I have to say they had a very um, sad, lonely mommy. I believe I did the best with what I knew, but I came from a place of a very broken adult who yeah, was once a broken child. And I that history began to repeat and repeat and repeat. Today, I can say my home is peaceful. My home is quiet because I now come from a place of more and not a place of less. I can really hear you're living. You're really living now. You're living your life, your own life. You have children, Mary. And of course, you were saying about your children. What what other impacts? What impacts? um, And look, there's loads of other people that would be going through something similar, Mary, and in their own way. Um, you know, and it's like at the moment there's a lot of challenges and people are having to stay at home more. And what um, challenges um, did you have with your children growing up and how did you overcome that? I do believe and I look back now and I do give seminars to um, parents, um, you know, the mindful parent and all. And I come from a place where I've experienced what I believed was right and good for my children wasn't right and good for my children. It was what Mary wanted. It was the neediness in Mary that she wanted to fulfill the space of, I'll protect you. I'll not let anything happen to you. I'll not let the big world, ha- bad world happen to you. You'll have the best education. You'll have whatever the other person has, be it electronics, be it whatever you want. My children had it and I made sure they had it. Wow. Looking back now, what is really important and what my children and I've had all children now know what the most important time and the most special times that they talk about when I was present with them yeah. when I was part of what they were doing when I had fun when I laughed when we did things together yeah. um we lose and we are losing and we are definitely losing that nurturing aspect of a mother, father, because of the situation that is happening in our world. But I do believe that when I look at this, I believe this is a great opportunity for parents to begin to first and foremost nurture themselves and believe in themselves, to value themselves as first and foremost a mother or a father. They come with an unwanted gift of a substitute teacher which has now left families very uneasy, very unhappy, crisis. And, you know, there is a dis- there is a disconnecting of 
the parent, the mother and the father, it's been lost because they've been taken down a path that doesn't come natural to them. Their children don't see at times that loving mommy and daddy that was their support, was their rock, was their strength, was their go-to place. They see somebody very frustrated, very angry, very annoyed. And it's a vicious circle. They feel like that it's rubbing off in their children and their children are feeling they're not enough and their parents are feeling they're letting their children down. You know what? Step back. Step back. Value what you have been given. Enrich it. Nurture it. Give them the values that they need in life. Give them life experiences. Education will come. And it will flow. But you can never take back this precious time of you being the mother or father to your child because you've been handed an unwanted gift of teaching. Their education will come, but you're nurturing and you're loving. And that that connection that you have will be lost until we sit back and look and realise what is our values, what is important. And, you know, our children, yeah, our adults are suffering because they are trying to be something that does not come naturally yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole new experience. Mm-hmm. And I love what you say about the experience. I always remember as a child and my mother used to bring us out on day trips and just walking around the place, nothing fancy. We never went to Spain or anywhere like that mm-hmm. on our summer holidays. My mum just used to bring us out on day trips. And I will never forget that, Mary. Mm-hmm. Used to go to Bray and um, Ennis, Ennis Gary, Ennis Gorty, Ennis Gary, <laughs> the one down in Wicklow, and uh, Mount, all the mountains. Mm-hmm. And uh, she used to get the day passes for the bus. And I will never forget that, Mary. And they were all experiences. She didn't so buy us gadgets or anything like that. Um, you know, in those days, you wouldn't really get so many gadgets or whatever. But yeah, just time spent but, with water. And you're so right, Joanne, you know, and, you know, I'm, I was guilty of it. Give them the latest gadget. A gadget is not a parenting tool for your child. That is not their life experience. If anything, it stops them growing and developing as a well-rounded individual. You know, sit and be present with your child. Talk with them, laugh with them, play with them. Yeah. Go yeah. out and look at life. Give them something that they will cherish and understand the true meaning of what it is to parent. Listen to your child. If your child is struggling through this pandemic of education, mm. stop forcing your child to a place that he or she doesn't want to go because maybe a parent is thinking, well, if they don't do that, they're not going to get this and that and this and that and the other. Your child will find its rightful place yes. in yes. this world. And what it is for them, allow it to flow. Totally agree with that, Mary. And I can relate even like my daughter, who are having difficulties with the beyond school, uh, whatever schooling that she's doing. And we couldn't access and she was getting all frustrated. And I said, look, we just leave it. We just left it, you know, and um, we just went off and played a board game and did something else. And she had a bit of fun. And I had a bit of fun too, Mary, because we forget to have fun. Yes. We're allowed to have fun. Yes. <laughs> and our no, children no. could teach us so much, but the education waited, you know, and it worked out then the following day. Yeah, it was yeah. fine, you know. Yeah. And that's all right, Joanne. You know, if it doesn't work one day, leave it. You know, don't waste your day in anger and frustration and trying to force something that isn't going to happen that day. Change it around. Do something different. Be Be present with your child. Next day, it'll probably run a lot smoother. Every day is not going to be a school day, as they say. 
but every day with your child and nurturing it, allowing it to be, allowing it to be creative, to imagine, to dream, you will never get that time back again. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. And for our children to be to be able to dream and be creative and access that part of their brain, because so many kids, I suppose, the schooling system now is, you know, we're we're really been taught to memorize stuff, you know, yeah. like the capital city of this country and then whatever else, you know, and an awful lot of it is memorizing. It's not teaching us life experiences, how to live and how to be. Yeah. You know, um, and it's. It's this thing, you know, let's bribe them. If you do that homework there, if you do that classwork, I get you A, B, or C, D. No, that's not right. That's wrong. Because you're setting them up with this false thing that if they do something, there's always a reward. Yes. It's wrong. You know, not everything in life gives you a reward. Yeah, there's some beautiful things. Allow them to see the beautiful, natural things that they can be rewarded with, not the material things. You know, if your child is struggling, just stop. Give him or her a hug. Tell them it's okay. Remove them. Go out and do something. Have fun. Allow your child to see that you can laugh, that you can play, Aww. that you're happy. Yeah. And I love as well, uh, I, I don't agree with um, encouraging your child to get A's and B's all the mm-hmm. time, but but rather rewarding them for their efforts. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's bigger, you know, um, because you don't know what. Exactly. Brains are different, you know. and So different. We are all equal, I do believe, Joanne, and like there's nobody above me or there's nobody below Mm. me. It's how we act out and how we take life or be life. Um, We struggle to say that word no to our children. We struggle to say no and stand by that word no. We say no in the next breath. We go, okay, then you can have it. You're not teaching them resilience. You're not teaching them, well, you know, I can't have everything I want. You know, I've broken boundaries. Set boundaries for your children. Set values for your children. Set standards. Allow them, you know, that that life is a process, that it just doesn't operate from electronics. Or if I do something, I'll be rewarded. I'd be rewarded with a material thing. Reward yeah. them with your presence. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I can hear respect there as well. Really yeah. respect yeah. 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 Very big. Um. So yeah. A par- parents. They all have good intentions, as you say, Mary. But we, you know, being a parent doesn't come with a manual. Yeah. And um, an awful lot of it is. It's all a big game, I suppose. And you have to. It's like dancing. You know, dancing with with, with life. You know, mm. with your children, because you don't know it's and it's different for everybody. But we do have good intentions but we don't always get it right and that's okay and as you say not to give ourselves a hard time you know but but what I love Mary is having fun with your children you can learn so so much oh my god you know that interaction of your child seeing their parent carefree laughing dancing splashing in puddles yeah doing things that we did as children like there's one thing that I really want to do you know people are I'd love to get a bouncy castle and just go on that bounce and have a bouncy castle party where there would be party bags and stuff like that for adults. You know, go back into that um, that place where, you know, we rush so quickly to get out of. And yeah. yet, you know, that is where our true self is found in that childlike way of imagining being free and allowing life just to happen. That's it exactly because it's it's when you're in that childlike mode, if you like, that's where all the the seriousness is gone mm-hmm. and the the pressures of life and all that. So 
things can come to you a lot easier and you're more open to receiving I think when yeah, you're yeah, yeah. it's a higher vibration basically yeah. you know when you're having fun and, and I really get that and uh, I, I personally love um I suppose like my mother I love I love the mountains I love the forests I love going out walking I love the beach and I love throwing a, a, a stone in the water and you know but that's because <clears throat> that's that was your fun time that was your imagination that was your dream time that was your family time and it's all beautiful memories a yeah. lot of us now our family time is electronics yeah. is you know sitting in separate rooms there's yeah. no unity you know there's no conversation you know our children can't hold a conversation because they are being educated be mother or fathered by games or electronics and, yeah you know I was guilty of it myself. I'm not sitting here. But, you know, if there's one thing, it's such a precious, precious time in your life. It can be hard. It can be challenging. It can be really tough. But don't wish their life and their freedom and their imagination too quickly yeah. away from it. It goes by so quickly, Mary. It yeah. goes by so quickly. And something else that I noticed as well is, and what's, what's of value to me, one of my values is, having dinner together, family, family yeah. time and dinner together. And that's, yeah. that's not happening. And it's not happening in a lot of families. And even when people are sitting at the table, they have the phones out mm-hmm. or the phones yeah. beside them on the table. That's not, still not good enough, you know, like because you're still on an alert for that mm-hmm. phone beep or whatever. And yeah. um, so, yeah, it's really having. And I think now with technology, it's going to get bigger and better. And look, it's great in ways. However, we need to have our boundaries, as you say, and we need to like we are very good at adapting, but we do need to um, be aware of all of this and mm-hmm. put, you know, uh, the, the 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 borders, if you like, uh, in place yeah. and, and really be on top of it because the next 10 years or so now with technology, the way it's going. And yes, um, kids can be just two. I see it all the time. I see even one-year-olds with a phone in their hand or watching Peppa Pig on it or whatever, you know, and it's a little babysitter type of thing. And they get used to that then, you know, and... Yeah. Some stuff is just dumbing down their brains. I'm very passionate about the whole electronics thing. Mary, tell people a little bit about uh, how you can help people. What do you do in do you provide courses, seminars? How do you help people? I just guide people, Joanne, in the way I guide it myself, the way I find Mary. Um, and that is, I have programs, I have programs for parents, I have programs for women, and I have also programs for men because I'm a very big advocate, you know, that big boys do cry. Yeah. And, and, and that is important. Yeah, and that's, and you know, I guide you to use the natural tools that are within you, the, you know, the self-belief, the values, the, resist, the resistance, the resilience, the um, perception. Um, it's all those natural things that we aren't even aware of, you know, like what value have you on yourself? You know, what is your standards? What is it you want for you? Oh, brilliant. Who is in control of you? You know, who is really in control? You know, and at the end of the day, when I sat down, I wasn't in control of me, Joanne. Everybody else was in control of Mary. I was just a puppet and my strings were getting pulled. But I was a very angry puppet. Yeah. Because I knew there was more to me, but I had lost me. Um, Yeah, and you know what? It's sitting back and it's starting to believe that you can become the best version of yourself without without the help. It's a solo journey, this one. This is a journey where only you can journey because this is your place. This is your space. 
Um, but people will enrich you along that journey. But the difference is you'll be very careful who you allow to journey with you and you'll be very, very careful who you will allow into that space that you've created that is, for me, Mary's space. No, yes, I can really hear that you're respecting who you are, you, you're, you, yeah. you value your worth yeah. and you recognise that and you're mm-hmm. standing by that. And it's so great because when you come from that place, um, you know what fills you up, you know what... Mm-hmm. Uh, adds to your power or takes away your power and in that place you can help other people then whereas mm-hmm. you're no good to anybody else including our children yeah and back. it's you know uh, and you know it's people saying oh my god how do you do that how do I do what I do because I'm no different from anybody else you know my feelings and my situations are probably the same feelings and situations that other people go through and you know what we can't heal ourselves we can allow ourselves to become to become that woman or man that we always dreamed or imagined we wanted to be. It's to become that that person that can stand in the silence and not seek somebody to say, what's oh, a great job? You're doing amazing. And um, I love that you do that for me. We're always doing. I don't always do now. If I do, it's for Mary I do. Because mm. I know when I come from a place where I my cup's overflowing, then it only overflows onto other people. And that is my home. Um, I was the change in my home. I oh. was that change. I um, made a list yesterday of 10 things that really light me up. And one of them was um, our, like practicing self-love. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't think many of us practice self-love we don't we don't realize what it is because again we're doing it for other people but one of them, just simple simple little things and I went out yesterday and bought myself three bunches of flowers <laughs> from my house exactly. up, something small and uh, so I have a list of different things you know like taking a hot bath with my lavender oil I love my, my mm-hmm. oils things like that you know and um, you're doing it for you they're mm-hmm. simple things but it's helping you take your power back and yeah. You're so right, Joanne. And it's a thing. We all live in our history. We all live in our past. Our past creates our present. And we struggle. You know, our past must be left in the past. It does not have a purpose or doesn't serve me now today. And, you know, my future hasn't been invited. I really don't know what's going to happen in an hour's time because it hasn't been invited into my space or my presence at this minute in time. That's not always easy, but it is a very beautiful, graceful place to be when you know that I no longer crave to eat up my past every day. That's my main course every day Yeah. because I'm on a diet now and that's not part of that diet. Love that. My, my future is... It is part of something that may be, but I cannot force it because my diet tells me to keep focused on one path at this moment in time. And that is where I'm going. I do believe that your imaginations and your fantasies and your dreams all begin to create that path. It's like, you know, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Like the Wizard of Oz, if we really look at the Wizard of Oz, the the Wizard of yes. Oz is such a powerful, powerful meaning behind it. You know, the yellow brick road, that's the road we take in life. 
And on that road, there's witches and there's this and there's that. There's all these munchkins. There's all these different things that disrupt our path, that yellow brick path. But we are heading to one place and we're heading to the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz is within us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Mary, we're coming to the very end. I could yeah. talk to you all day. You were just so inspirational and you just oh you just light me up just listening to you and just how you're being in life and how you've overcome your struggles and recognize them and being responsible and having the courage to to look at that as well because that's something we we have mm-hmm. to have as well as I, I think in my opinion a bit of courage to really have a look and not stop blaming other people you know for what happened or whatever and um, Mary I want to just wrap it up and ask you one final question um to really you know leave a final message with people to have them really be empowered um, you know, what tip or what advice, one thing that people can do today to really help them get onto that path of really discovering who they really are and what it is that really fills them up? For me, Joanne, um, the biggest thing for me was that, you know, I had a fall in love with me and I made that decision that I am the only true, one true love that I will ever need. Um all that I am, soulmate, I am soulmate. I am my first love. Um, no one can come between that first love of me unless I allow them. And that's where we, our history does that. But you can make that decision. You can make that decision today. I decide to fall in love with me, the woman that is Mary, not the woman that was Mary. And that is where I find my true soulmate. That is just gorgeous, Mary. (laughs) Fall in love with yourself. That is so gorgeous. What a perfect way to end this. Oh my God, you're filling me up. (laughs) Mary, where can people find you? I'm I'm on Instagram, Joanne, if they follow me, Mary Mary underscore Kyo. And on that bio, there is a link to my website where if they want to even chat, whatever they want to do, just message me and I will get back to them and set up a call with them. And I'd highly recommend people to reach out to Mary. I've had conversations with her and... I sometimes I was saying to Mary the last time I could hear your voice in my head like a real gentle <laughs> voice but very powerful and uh, yeah I'd recommend anyone to have a chat with Mary if you're struggling with finding yourself or with parenting and uh, with children and really have reach out to Mary and take her up and offer and have a chat with her so Mary we'll put all the links in the show notes listen have a fantastic day and thank you so much for your time today Mary you're very welcome thank you Joanne for asking me Thank you for joining us on the Empowering Family Health Podcast. If you liked what you heard and you want to hear more, please subscribe to the upcoming cast. And remember to share with your friends so that they too can be empowered.